Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Allentown Presents Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm here with Emma and Otis. And today for episode 18, we are going through the Netflix original movie, Jingle Jangle. Yes. Now, before I get into what this movie is about, let me uh, stop you right there, pause this podcast, and go open your Netflix and watch this movie. (laughs) Yes. It is incredible. Like, there aren't very many Christmas movies where I will say things like this because Christmas movies are a dime a dozen, but this one knocks it out of the park. It's just incredible from the music to the costumes to the acting to this, like, everything about this movie is incredible. And you should go experience it for yourself before you listen to us talk about all of the things about this movie. Like, go check this movie out. It's really- yes, please do. Okay. With that out of the way, when you've come back after watching this movie, uh, let's talk about it. So Jingle Jangle follows the story of one Geronicus Jangle played by Forrest Whitaker. And he is an inventor of toys. He has an incredible mind for inventing. Basically, he's got the magic touch and he has Basically, the Willy Wonka of toy making. He's mm-hmm. renowned and everyone loves his toys, or at least renowned in his area, in his little town, and everyone loves his toys and are waiting for his next big thing. So he has this brilliant idea to create a robot, a small little robot that can, or a puppet type robot that will work all on its own with no doesn't need any strings doesn't need anything like that it's just this little mechanical robot that can talk and you know run around and do whatever you need it to do basically so he creates this robot and is so incredibly happy he is sharing in the celebration with his wife and his daughter and the young apprentice in his shop gets jealous that he isn't that he isn't um, sharing in the celebration with him and helping him with his own invention that he gets super jealous and he steals the little robot as well as a bunch of plans for other toys. Per the request of said robot. Yeah, the robot basically like nudges him into it because he knows that they're going to make a whole bunch of them and he doesn't want to be made into a whole bunch of different toys he wants to be one of a kind so the robot convinces the apprentice to leave and steal the book of inventions and go and create his own thing so he does and he ends up creating this entire toy empire a giant um toys r us i guess for lack of a better word not a mom and pop like workshop like Geronicus's place was but a big giant toy factory now when all of this happens it devastates Geronicus to the point where he can no longer create or invent any more toys and he loses his passion for inventing and this fucks up his family hardcore so his daughter who was just about to get into inventing herself he kind of shuts her out completely because he's devastated at the loss and his wife also falls ill around the time that this happens and ends up dying 
So he is devastated on multiple fronts, shuts his daughter out, and she just leaves. He sends her away to boarding school, and their relationship is completely gone. Um, Fast forward 20 or 30 years, and we have arrived now at what is present day in the movie. And Geronicus is sad, and his toy shop is now a pawn shop where he is barely making ends meet and is behind on his rent and everything. And he's trying to work out a deal with the person in charge of the, with his landlord, trying to make it work, and he can't. Meanwhile, the other guy who ended up stealing his, uh, all of his inventions, the original apprentice. Gustafson. Gustafson, now played by Keegan-Michael Key, is just, he's running the world. His toy shop is huge, but he's out of ideas. The book, he's come to the end of the original Geronicus's inventor book, and now he doesn't have any more ideas for new toys. So he's starting to having, now he has to rely on his own mind, which is garbage, because he never actually learned how to become an inventor, because he left his apprenticeship way early so he could double cross Geronicus, basically. So he and the little tiny robot are trying to figure out what's next and what to do. Meanwhile, Geronicus's granddaughter, Journey, has devised this plan. She is going to bring her mother and her grandfather together again. She's going to try to repair their relationship, and she sends these letters to both of them saying how much they both want the daughter or Journey to go spend some time with the grandpa like so they trick or she tricks the adults basically in getting to spend some time with her grandpa she rolls up Geronicus is like the fuck are you doing here I'm just a crotchety old man like leave me alone and over the course of the movie she kind of wears him down she gets him to realize you know that she has the magic spirit as well she can see you know the same type of magic like math things in the sky that he can see and all these different things and it really rekindles his relationship with inventing again then he and journey and his new semi-apprentice i guess apprentice at the pawn shop they work to create the buddy 3000 which is a robot that he's been working on for forever and it's this little tiny walking talking flying robot and it's adorable and amazing and all the while while they're working on this Gustafson is staring at them through a microscope and following them and decides he's going to steal the buddy 3000 so he does and then journey and the apprentice go to his shop to go find it they figure out that he's stolen all of these ideas and then chaos happens all sorts of stuff all sorts of crazy stuff happens they end up back with geronicus and they fix up the buddy 3000 they fix the relationship between him and his daughter everything gets fixed gustafson is found guilty basically on all counts for being just an asshole and Geronicus ends up showing Gustafson, like, here's the toy that you wanted me to help you fix, like, way back in the day. You left before 
I had a chance to show you it. So here it is. Sorry about it. And Gustafson kind of has a momentary change of heart before he gets arrested and is like, oh, you actually cared. And then Christmas feels and that's the movie. Everything ends. Yep. Happy for Geronicus. They open up the toy shop again. He's back with his daughter or his daughter is back in his life. His granddaughter stays in his life. Like everything is repaired and happy Christmas feels. Now this movie is a musical. So it does have a lot of singing and dancing and like really, really cool dance numbers and stuff that happened in this film. The music was again, incredible. Like (laughs) this was so good. So yeah, you should check it out. That's the basic rundown of Jingle Jangle. Um, Some fun facts about this film. This actually took the writer of this film, it took him 22 years and a free reign contract from Netflix to get him to produce or to make this movie because he didn't want restrictions. He wanted to build this movie as he as it looked in his mind and it took 22 years for them to agree to all the different things that he wanted um yeah really he was striving to create a christmas tradition like a traditional christmas movie with an all-black cast or a majority black cast that would have the staying power of all the other you know mostly white cast america like christmas movies and he fucking did it like this movie is incredible i'm watching this every year like (laughs) it's It's so so good good. okay um when geronicus jangle opens the trunk to grab the missing piece for the buddy 3000 there's a sticker on it that says the grand wakanda country uh because he is in the movie black panther and yeah that's why it's there because they're from wakanda and it's incredible um all of the shops that are in cobbleton the town that they live in are named after historical african-american inventors so they spent a lot of time looking into all these little details and getting all sorts of permissions and things like that it's really fucking cool um, on Buddy 3000's eyebrows, it does say yep. Elias 260, and Elias is the name of the director's son. So they did add like teeny tiny things all over the place for that. And then three different Dream Girls alumni or alums make appearances in this film in one way or another. So Felicia Rashad, who plays Grandma Journey, she was the standby for Dina Jones in the original Broadway production. Anika Nani Rose, who plays the daughter in this film, was, or she played uh, Laurel Robinson in the movie adaption of Dreamgirls from 2006. And Marisha Wallace provided the singing voice of Miss Johnson, played Effie White in the West End production. So, yep. It's fucking great. Uh, last fun fact, the location used for Gustafsson's factory is the site of the largest operating rotative beam steam engine in the world. There's a YouTube video of the site that can be found by searching the terms the biggest operating rotative beam steam engine at Crossness. It's an engineering marvel. And when you watch this movie and you look at his giant factory, you're going to be blown away because 
It's insane. It's the most. Yeah. It reminded me of the first time they roll up on Oz, the town of Oz in yes. the Wizard of Oz. Uh, or in the Wiz or any version of the Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. Like it's just like teeny tiny towns, teeny tiny towns, and then huge, magnificent, like multicolored building. I mean, it was all green, yeah. so it reminded me of the Emerald City, but incredible. Just incredible. Okay. Uh, what was everybody's favorite character from this film? Otis. So uh, usually in musicals, uh, I get really specific and stuff. Usually the main character, they get the best songs and the best lines, usually. But I actually went with a, I guess she's just a supporting character. She wasn't there the whole time, uh, but I really enjoyed what she did. Uh, I'm going to go with Miss Johnston. Uh, she was the postwoman. And so when Dronicus is all old and sad about his life, Miss Johnston comes in every day and she just sings and hits on him. And he's like confused about it. She is throwing it at him for and, sure. And, you know, it's she, like Miss Hannigan and Daddy Warbucks. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot. He's doing all these moves. She has guys singing with her, has backup and stuff. And he and he knows at some point he understands what she's doing. He's like, oh, God, uh, I'm not ready for this. And, you know, she's like, oh, mistletoe. And, you know, it just it was really <laughs> funny every time like she was trying her best to like get under his like grumpy sad like shell and then finally they get to it and he's like oh mistletoe you you do this right and gives her a kiss and she like dies a little bit it's adorable she just sits there and she's like i'm done (laughs) and she like sings this song and she drives away she's like not even listening to her anymore uh it was really cool she was a really funny character so that's mine emma uh i have two um Geronicus is probably my favorite character. Um, he started out as this incredible, all about his dreams, all about life, all about his family person. And then he went through some shit and he literally dug himself in and had to find his way out and he really did and I thought that was phenomenal character development but my other honorable mention is Jessica I loved Jessica little Jessica older Jessica all of it the daughter yeah she was good yeah Anika Nani Rose Princess T yes So uh, my favorite character was Journey. Both young and old Journey was incredible. Mm -hmm. I loved her as a kid. Her, like, the little gadgets in her hair and the way that she wouldn't back down off of Geronicus, like, trying to get him, you know, back into the inventing spirit and was just incredible. I've seen kids do that with adults like just adults who don't want to play with them or don't want to you know aren't in the mood to do things like kids are persistent and she was persistent in a way that really worked for the story and her character development was great (laughs) and yes when you find out you know when when you make the connection of the two journeys that you see in the film it's just incredible uh the journey that we're hearing the story from 
is one of my favorite people, one of my favorite actresses ever. Felicia Rashad is incredible. Yes. And she plays such a wonderful mother figure and grandmother figure and all of these different things in, in everything that she's ever done. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen anything of hers pre like the Cosby show. So I don't know yeah. of her like as just a non like motherly figure but as she has the mother and grandmother figure down pat like she's incredible and i love her so much All right who is your brilliant. least favorite character otis <laughs> so in it, it stinks that this character is my least favorite oh oh forgot honorable mention on favorite characters uh edison the little kid uh yes he was, <laughs> he was very cute I forgot about him. I was trying to remember his name. He was awesome, but I should have named him Tesla. Yeah, right. But um, I loved um, what was his name? Gustav. Gustafson. Gustafson. He was great, but Keegan Michael Key. But yeah, um, it it sucks that he had a evil like voice just on his shoulder. And he wasn't even that good to me, sadly. I thought Ricky Martin was going to ham it up a little bit more. But then mm-hmm. he gets all like like bitch made at the end when he sees that Gustafson is going to get like arrested. He's like, oh, I don't want to be with him. He's like, oh, you're doing bad stuff? Oh, shame. And he's like, yeah, take me back. And I was like, oh, you crap. Uh, yeah, so uh, Don Juan Diego, he was like my least favorite character. I thought he was going to be a like, lot cooler, like in the commercials and stuff. I was like, it's Ricky Martin as a toy slapping people. I'm like, this is going to be great. But I don't know. It's just, it wasn't enough for me, which makes me sad. Yep. Emma? Don Juan was also my least favorite character. He was just a piece of shit. He's like, wait a minute. You made me incredible. You want to what? You want to give everybody one of me? Fuck you. I'm going to yeah. take this kid that thinks you're ignoring him and I'm going to fuck shit up. That poor fucking kid. That yeah. poor goddamn influential Gustafson or uh impressionable yeah god I agree agree. Don Juan Diego was also my least favorite and I don't really understand why Don Juan Diego had like artificial intelligence why he was a learning robot or how he had free will that didn't really make sense to me, but <laughs> it's that fancy fucking dribble drop that he bought. <laughs> yeah. It's the magic, magic made him fucking real life. No, he was horrible. And I liked, I think Ricky Martin did a good job at yeah. playing like the asshole, but oh, yeah. didn't like the character as a whole throughout the rest of the, throughout the film, especially compared to everybody else. Like everyone else mm-hmm. did such a phenomenal job that. I, I got to go with Don Juan Diego. All right. Um, seven words synopsis. <laughs> okay. uh, so I have two. Uh, this first one popped up after Mrs. Johnston's uh, first song. So I said, Miss, Miss Johnston tried to give Jangle that jingle. <laughs> <laughs> and then I laughed to myself about it. I was like, oh, that was fucking great. And then uh, Jangle created the first functional Funzo model. So if you if you know Simpsons, uh, yeah, Funzo. <laughs> it's like Flubber with legs. You're right. 
Yeah. That buddy thing was a lot. And it, it can make you fly. I was like, shit. Right? I think that power. I believe. Cool. <laughs> but now Funzo's a mess. But I'd probably get one, honestly. <laughs> All right. All right, Katie, huh? you want me to go? Okay. Yeah. Belief has a magic that is immeasurable. Mm. Was my nice. heart touching one. Uh, and then my two alliteratives harmonious hip hop holiday has me hopelessly hypnotized. Nice. And then my last one is journey justifies journals jargon joining Geronicus jangle. Nice. <laughs> yes. Okay. I've got two. Words can't describe how good it is. Yup. <laughs> and then Geronicus, Jessica, Journey, and Edison derail Gustafson. Boom. Because that's where it is. So this Just movie, this movie's fucking great. You guys, everyone, go check it out. It's so so. It's so, incredible. So good. Uh, there is. Not really any budget information available. This is a Netflix exclusive, so Netflix is really stingy about their how much money they spend on things. They don't let it out until way, way, way later, and this movie only came out like a month ago. Yeah. So we'll find out in like a year how much they actually spent on this film, but I'm guessing it was quite a bit because it is a musical, and it does have a, an all-star cast and an incredible soundtrack, and a ton of people were involved, and the costuming is yep. incredible. Like, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of... This movie was a big-budget production, but they didn't ever put that... They haven't written it down anywhere or told anyone about it, and because it was a Netflix original, it doesn't have any box office information because it's only on netflix but it has been viewed millions and millions of times it sat in the top 10 for at least three weeks i'm not sure what it's looking like this week but it's been in the top 10 basically this entire holiday season it's crushing it yep that should tell you why it's so good this movie has like it's so good like ricky martin performs a song keegan michael key performs a song Forrest Whitaker's got a song on it. It's like Usher sings the credits. Usher, yeah, it's got Usher in the credits. Anika Nani Rose sings. Like, it's so good. I think John Legend. John did Legend. The music. John Legend produced the, um, yes, the musical side of it. The, oh my gosh, John Debney did the yes, classical the score. That's what I'm trying to say. John Debney did the He's score. He's the same guy that did uh, Greatest Showman. And and Elf, yeah. Yup. <laughs> and uh, John Legend did the vocal soundtrack. Created, yep. did all the words and everything for the musical side of it. So this is an incredible, incredible soundtrack. Both versions, classical and the sung part. It's just insane. I can't even like put words together into form sentences because of how good this movie is. Yeah, all those <laughs> monthly subscription fees. Uh, yeah, this is what they made you. So congratulations. Keep buying Netflix. Yes. Uh, does anyone have anything else to say regarding Jingle Jangle? Uh, how do you say watch it in a different way? <laughs> right. Watch it. <laughs> so good 
It's so fucking good. Otis, do you have anything else to say? Uh, no, it was really good. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of like musicals at, at some points, uh, but this was actually a really solid one. The story was, I don't know, kind of an amalgamation of different Christmassy things because like Geronicus, he wasn't a dick at first. Usually Christmas stuff is like the person's like crap at the beginning and then they yeah. learn. They're like, oh, the spirit of Christmas. It's just he got broken <laughs> down so bad and then it took someone yeah. being really annoying to break through. And nice to him, yeah. Because Journey was very annoying. <laughs> if I was a grumpy old man and my granddaughter is just like, la, 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 like, please don't touch me. I'd be very mad. Oh, my God. When he said the line, hurry back as slow as you can, <laughs> I about fell off the couch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when he's like, I got an egg. Do you want some egg? She's like, no. We can share my <laughs> We can <one> split it. <laughs> but no, uh, it was pretty cool. It It's odd. It took a long time to get to the problem. Like, it seemed like there was a lot of buildup, like, music-wise. Like, I was, we were sitting there watching it. And I was like, man, it's been like 45 minutes. Like, what's like, I know Gustafson is like being evil, but he doesn't seem that evil when he got older. I was like, what's the fucking problem? Like, oh, now he wants the buddy thing. It, it seemed to like it took a while to get to the part of, yeah, we got to get buddy back. And I was like, damn, that took a while. And then when they like get buddy, it ends. And I was like, shit, that was kind of quick at the end. It seemed like <laughs> they had a lot of songs and they were like, oh, yeah, we need to get to the, <laughs> to the problem of this story. Yeah, it, it was a really it was weighted really weird. It but. did take a while. I it did take a while for that, but I feel like this musical in particular spent a lot of time in character development. A lot oh, of the, yeah. all the songs at the beginning were all char- character development. All that forty five minutes was just building the world around them and the characters, and you don't necessarily get that in a lot of musicals. Like the character development happens quickly in a lot of musicals it's like oh these two characters get a song together now we know how they feel about each other and what their relationship to each other is yeah and now we're gonna move on and then we'll present the problem in the next song and for the last hour of the musical it's gonna be how these people solve that problem and this movie did they did it differently where it was like okay, well, here's one character and here's him happy. And then here he is, you know, 20 years down the road and he's fucked his life up and here's him sad as fuck. And then here's the girl who likes him trying to make things better. And here's the bad guy and he's happy that he's a bad guy. And like, it was just a Uh lot of character development that you don't get in a lot of musicals that I really, really liked about it. I really liked this film. Right, so like we said- This movie's fucking incredible. So go check it out. You will not be mad that you did. It's so, 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 so good. Um, As always, you can feel free to tweet us any questions, comments, or concerns at... Allentown Pod. You can email us at... Allentown Presents at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook, it is... Allentown Presents. So yeah, we'll see you again tomorrow with another episode of the Allentown Presents Christmas Movie Countdown. Bye. See you guys. Toots.